Welcome to the Improve 81 podcast series. I'm Ken Slack, Communications Coordinator for the Interstate 81 Corridor Improvement Program. Today, we're taking a look back at 2021, the construction projects and operational improvements we completed, and those that got their start during that calendar year. We're also going to be looking ahead to 2022, what new construction we'll see this year, how it will improve safety and traffic flow on the interstate, and how drivers will be affected while this work is taking place. Joining me today are Dave Covington, I-81 Program Delivery Director, and leaders from all three of the BDOT districts along the I-81 corridor in Virginia. We have Tabitha Crowder, Bristol District Engineer, Ken King, Salem District Engineer, and Randy Kaiser, Stanton District Engineer. So I'll start with you, Dave. 2021 was only the second full year of the Improve 81 program, but we have already finished some major improvements. So give us some of the corridor-wide highlights from this past year. Yeah, Kim, we have been moving quickly to try to implement some solutions to enhance safety and reduce congestion along the corridor. Uh, in 2021, we saw the completion of the digital message sign installation. So there were 30 new signs that were installed along the corridor, but not only on I-81, but also on some of our arterial routes. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about why we installed those signs on the arterial routes shortly. Uh, also, we completed the installation of 51 additional traffic cameras along the corridor, which really help our traffic operations center uh, recognize and mobilize when we have uh, incidents along the corridor. Um, we recently completed some geometric improvements which are not on I-81, but on some of the roads that lead to and from I-81. Uh, those were completed in Rockbridge County. Uh, so, so quick uh, implementation projects that have a, a really good return on investment. One of the more exciting uh, things that we were able to complete this year was the initiation of a TRIP program. So this is Towing and Recovery Incentive Program. And what this really does is it, it helps us to drive down our response times when we do have crashes or other incidents on the interstate. Moving toward the capital improvement projects, um, we are beginning heavy construction on one of our first major corridor widening projects in Salem District. That's the exit 137 to 141 design build project. Um, that's a design build project where we're partnering a designer with a, a builder to deliver that project. So we're really excited about uh, starting that project. Um, we also completed several of the ramp extension projects that we had underway during 2021. And that includes exit 84 in the Bristol district and in the Stanton district, exit 291, exit 296 and exit 304. Um, in addition to that, we've also moved two projects, which we, we refer to them as out-year projects. These are projects that are in the program but aren't currently uh, funded. Um, we've been able to move two of those ahead, so we're excited that we're moving faster than, than what we had, we had hoped to do. But we have two projects in Bristol District near the I-77 interchange with I-81 uh, that we're able to accelerate, and we're going to bundle those two projects in a design-build project for delivery. We've got some specific projects you mentioned, and we'll get more details on that in a couple of minutes from our from our district administrators. But uh, I do want to highlight something you mentioned. Uh, it was what's what we call arterial improvements. These are some specific improvements that are not taking place on 81 itself, but on the parallel routes. Give us some detail about what we might see in 2022 on that. Yeah, these arterial improvements are, are really important because we don't have an extremely reliable parallel route to Interstate 81. So when we have incidents on Interstate 81 and we're diverting traffic off or navigation apps are diverting traffic off the interstate onto these parallel routes or, or arterial routes, 
um, they become very congested very quickly. These have signals and intersections and businesses and residents. Uh, so uh, it's very important that we're able to move this traffic through without a lot of disruption um, to the local communities. So in Bristol District, we have uh, 64 intersections where we're upgrading signals to smart signal technology. Um, and, and all of these that I'll discuss are upgrades to smart signal technology, which enable us to uh, remotely access these signals uh, from our traffic operations centers to make very quick adjustments rather than sending somebody out in the field to make those adjustments. So 64 intersections in Bristol District, um, that includes the city of Bristol, Abingdon, Marion, and Withville. Uh, we have 82 intersections where we're improving these signals in the Salem District, in the Roanoke, Salem, Christiansburg, Radford, Dublin, and Pulaski areas. And finally, we have about 44 intersections that we're improving the signals at in the Stanton district. And that includes locations in Stanton, Weir's Cave, Mount Crawford, Stevens City, and Winchester. So that's a total of 190 intersections that we're improving with smart signal technology. Excellent. Well, there is also, of course, plenty of work that's going to be taking place on the interstate itself, has been and will be as we go into 2022. And we're going to start in the Bristol District, uh, where several different projects got underway uh, with construction in 2021. So, Tabitha, tell us about uh, where these improvements are taking place. Fortunately, we've been able to do projects in all three of the counties that 81 travels through in the Bristol District, the majority of them being ramp extension projects. Two ramp extension projects began in Washington County. A southbound acceleration lane extension project was bundled with the exit 17 improvements and a northbound acceleration lane project at the exit 19 interchange began. In Smith County, one acceleration lane project northbound at exit 47 began and four similar projects in Smith County were awarded in October. Lastly, in Wythe County, a project to extend the southbound deceleration lane at exit 84 began and was completed in November, and we began adding a northbound deceleration lane at exit 67 in the Withful area in 2021. In addition to the ramp extension projects, we began a shoulder stabilization project from the Glade Spring area of Washington County to near the Smith County Wythe County line. That project was also finished in 2021. The thing that was important with this project is that it enables us to begin and complete five I-81 capital improvement projects more quickly and save money through a more efficient delivery method. A project southbound between mile markers 39 and 38 in Smith County was awarded. And the scope of this project was actually defined by the high number of crashes related to inclement weather and animals. And so what we're doing there is we're adding a high friction epoxy overlay to improve traction during wet weather and we're adding fencing to prevent animals from crossing the interstate. Whole lot of work taking place in the Bristol district. Uh, and some of that is expected to finish up in 2022, uh, just as a couple more projects get started. So what new projects are we gonna be seeing in the coming year? There are two new projects beginning in the Bristol district in 2022. The first of three track climbing lane projects will be advertised in June, 2022. That project will be located northbound at mile marker 39.5 in Smith County. That project is moving ahead of the other two because the state already has the needed right-of-way for this project and the other two will follow uh, moving to construction in summer 2023. The second project will extend the southbound acceleration lane from exit 54 to the rest area located just beyond the exit and that will be advertised this spring. 
Great. Uh, moving a little further north into the Salem District, we have one of the first major widening projects uh, as part of the I-81 Corridor Improvement Program. Uh, Dave touched on it just a little bit, uh, but uh, during 2021, VDOT did hire a design-build contractor for this project uh, in that Salem area. So, Ken, give us some details on what we're going to be seeing there. Well, yes, indeed, it is a large project. It is a uh, $232.7 million project that will widen ID1 from two lanes to three lanes in both directions between exits 137 and 141 in Roanoke County and the city of Salem. Approximately 68,000 vehicles use this segment of ID1 each day, and of those, about 22% of that is uh, heavy truck traffic, um, so a high percentage of trucks, and the truck volume is actually uh, significantly higher than many of the other sections along I-81, so certainly a heavily traveled area. Constructing a third lane will increase capacity, improve safety, reduce delays, and also crash frequency. Uh, VDOT did contract with Archer Wester construction team to both design and build this major project. Um, the right shoulder and median areas will be used to construct the new lane in each direction. The project also includes replacing six bridges and widening two bridges and installing a little over two and a half miles of sound barrier walls along the northbound ID1 uh, side. This is done in compliance with state and federal standards and uh, that'll be the exact uh, limits of that will be defined when we finalize the design. Improving the southbound uh, exit 137 off-ramp intersection at Wildwood Road and adding interchange lighting at each of these exits, 137, 140, and 141, is also included in the project. Excellent. Now, we know this project will take several years. So what specifically will we be seeing during 2022? Well, I just mentioned, you know, finalizing certain elements of the design. Project design is still being worked on, but drivers will begin to see signs of construction starting in the spring with work being completed in uh, spring of 2026, if not earlier. Most construction will take place behind a concrete barrier wall installed along the median or shoulder side uh, next to one travel lane in each direction. Uh, and during construction, drivers can expect to see two lanes of traffic open for, for uh, free flow uh, during peak travel times. Also in 2022, I know we're going to be making some significant improvements at a rest area a little bit further north in Botetourt County. What's going to be happening there? Uh, yeah, this project is a, is a safety improvement project is being developed by the Salem District staff to extend the acceleration and deceleration lanes at the Troutville rest area located on uh, southbound Interstate 81 near mile marker 158 in Botetourt County. Uh, the off-ramp into the rest area will be extended approximately 500 feet and the ramp onto southbound 81, the acceleration will be extended approximately 2,100 feet. Uh, in addition to this, we also have the opportunity to uh, enhance and add some truck parking uh, at this facility. That'll be expanded by about 10 to 13 spaces. The project was advertised for construction bids in December of 2021 with work beginning in the spring of 2022. This project does require a temporary closure of that rest area. So how will motorists, including commercial truck drivers, be affected by that? Well, actually, the rest area will be closed from May 2022 through early September 2022. Uh, parking and both ramps will be unavailable to traffic during this time. Uh, however, as an alternative, southbound ID1 drivers can use the Fairfield rest area at mile marker 200 in Rockbridge County or the Radford rest area at mile marker 108 
in Montgomery County. Additionally, commercial vehicle parking and some restroom facilities will be temporarily made available at the Troutville Way Station located on southbound I-81 at mile marker 149. Once it gets reopened, it's going to be a big improvement there. Now, the, the ramp extensions uh, that you mentioned at that rest area uh, will certainly enhance safety for drivers going in and out. Uh, we've also seen several other ramp extension projects along the I-81 corridor so far, and that continued in 2021 in the Stanton District. So, Randy, where are the latest improvements and why are they so important? Absolutely. Thank you, Ken. We just recently finished three new ramp extension projects in the northern part of the Stanton District, two in Shenandoah County, located at exit 291 at Toms Brook and exit 296 in Strasburg. And we did finish one in Frederick County, located at the northbound Middletown Truck Way Station near Malmarker 304. All these three interchange projects handle a lot of commercial truck traffic. And tractor trailers like to have that additional room to reach interstate speeds before merging into traffic. Also extending the on-ramps help with that too. And drivers exiting the interstate like a longer off-ramp to allow them to clear the traffic before having to slow down. Of course, ramp extensions benefit all drivers, not just the truck drivers. And we've seen similar improvements improve traffic safety and flow to other interchanges. For example, just the year before, we finished uh, five other extension projects in the northern part of the district too. Now, great. These uh, ramp extensions are part of an interchange upgrade that is currently under uh, under construction at exit 205 in Rockbridge County in the Rayfine area. So tell us about the need for that particular project. Absolutely, Ken. We have a project at Rayfine Steels Tavern at exit 205. And you probably, as you drive by that area, you say, this is a pretty rural area. But if you really look closely, it has several busy truck stops. And one of those truck stops is the largest in the region. And actually, I know that that actual owner of that truck stop, and he aspires to be the largest in the United States, if you look at some of the recent extensions he's done there. But because of that, at certain times of the day, there is significant congestion where vehicles start to back up on the main line of Interstate 81 at the off-ramp. So we actually just executed a contract with A&J Construction, and they are extending the uh, northbound and southbound on-ramps from Rafine Road onto the interstate. They're also widening the off-ramps in both directions for right and left turn lanes, widening the shoulders on Rafine Road and adding turn lanes around the intersections. And all those improvements should work together to help keep traffic moving and reduce congestion. And it's also important to note these were three separate projects we bundled into one contract. We had uh, smart scale dollars and as well as 81 CIP dollars to fund those projects. Now you mentioned smart scale. Uh, two other smart scale projects are going to be going under construction uh, as we move further into 2022. Uh, those in the Harrisonburg and Strasburg area. So both of them are closely tied to projects that are part of the I-81 CIP. So, uh, Randy, how are the uh, how is the department and its uh, consulting and contracting partners going to be coordinating all these projects? That's, that's a good question, Ken. These are both very large projects we've been looking forward to for quite a few years here in Stanton District and. One of the largest projects is in the Harrisonburg exit, exit 247. And that's where Interstate meets Route 33 East Market Street. This project replaces four bridges on Route 33, cooling both the ones that cross over the interstate. And they're funded by actually bridge state of good repair dollars because the condition of those bridges have reached the point they need to be replaced. Also, we'll be doing some interchange improvements there too, using smart scale funding like you described. And this project starts this year and we'll be finishing up in 2025. And around that same time frame, contractors will start widening the interstate through Harrisonburg from 242 to 248. 
So the design teams are looking very closely how we can integrate those two so we don't have that conflict between the two. And so we don't have that inconvenience for the traveling public. And we're taking a very similar approach for a project in the Strasburg area where 66 and 81 come together. Uh, this, this year, actually, a contractor will start a smart scale project to extend the left-hand merge from the westbound 66 on the southbound 81. That's a very tough merge to make if anyone's actually made it. It's a left-hand merge. So what we're going to have to do there to get that extension done, we're going to have to replace the bridge over Water Plant Road. And as this project is wrapping up in 2024, we'll start widening the I-81 southbound from my marker 299 to 296, which is in Strasburg. So again, these projects will connect to each other. So again, we have to be careful to make certain we coordinate the design and construction. So in both of these locations, Harrisburg and Strasburg, we're striving to make it so it's a seamless transition from one project to the next. Well, thank you, Randy. Uh, and David, I do have a question for you. We have said often that uh, Improve 81 is going to be a 12 to 15 year effort, but we have already seen some, some major steps forward right out of the gate. What should people take from that fact? Yeah, I, I think commitment is one thing that people should understand that VDOT is very committed uh, to the I-81 corridor improvement program. Um, I've said before, uh, you know, at the initiation of the program that this is real, this is happening. It's, it's still happening and you can see dirt turning and you will see more dirt turning. And, and we're very proud of what we've been able to accomplish to date. You know, I mentioned before the operational projects, we've completed all of the operational projects except for the signal improvements on the arterial routes that we discussed before. So those, we have completed some of them on the VDOT owned signals, but as we move into next year, we'll start awarding contracts to construct uh, the portions that lie within these localities um, because we did have to perform extensive coordination with the localities to upgrade these signals because they need to know how to maintain and operate these signals as well. So it takes a little bit of time. Also, the, the TRIP program, you know, that, that's something that, that will serve us well into the future. What that program is really about is incentivizing our towing and recovery partners to invest in the right equipment and the right training so that when we do have those incidents, they're able to, to get out there and clear those incidents much more quickly. We started that program in May, and we've been tracking that data very closely ever since. And it's been driving down our, our clearance time. So all these things work together as a system, the operational projects, you know, things like the, the, the trip project, the capital projects, to really enhance safety and reduce congestion. One of the things I'd like to point out is you know, opportunity. And we've heard from the three district engineers here, and, and each one of them talked about a situation where we we saw an opportunity and we took it and we're able to deliver things you know more quickly and more efficiently and and that's what we're trying to focus on is recognizing those opportunities so that we can take advantage of them and deliver the program more quickly and more efficiently related to cost because there are projects you know out there in the future beyond the ones that we're working on now as we begin uh, projects like the design build project in salem uh, again a, a large corridor widening project, we are looking for opportunity. We are um, going to be imp implementing some new technology to enhance the safety through the work zone. Uh, and we're gonna use that as a pilot project for opportunities for us to deploy similar technology across the state through our work zones, because we do want to deliver projects, but, but we wanna deliver those projects safely as well for not only the traveling public, but also for the workers. 
Um, but our, our desire is to deliver all these projects as quickly as possible. And I feel like we're doing a good job so far. However, we do have a fiduciary responsibility to the taxpayers to design and deliver the projects with a safety focus, as well as ensuring a quality project. So in order to do that, it does take some time to get through the design phase, the utility relocation phase, the right-of-way acquisition phase, and get to that construction phase where it becomes real for the drivers because they see it every day. So we are advancing some of these projects like that design build, but you know there are others that are coming in the near future. You mentioned taxpayers and traveling public. They're among the stakeholders that are uh, another group of partners as we move forward on this. And we did have uh, several public meetings and citizen outreach uh, efforts during 2021 uh, virtually and in person in all three of the districts here. So how can people with an interest in I-81 stay involved as we move into 2022? Yeah, and I think that, you know, the the people who use the facility are, are probably our largest stakeholder. They're, they're the ones that we're doing this for. And they generally, a lot of those folks are also the taxpayers who are helping to fund these. Um, Staying in, involved and engaged is extremely important, not only for the public, but also for us. We need that feedback to help deliver the best project that we can. So you mentioned public hearings, and, and we will be having a lot of public hearings coming up, especially as it relates to some of our larger capital improvement projects. So I encourage everybody to participate in that, whether they be virtually or in person. Hopefully they will be in person. But we've also provided a lot of opportunity for the public to engage with us, and we encourage everyone to to use these tools. Uh, the first is improve81.org. So that is our program-specific website. There's a lot of information there, and there's contact information there. So if you happen to visit that site and and view the videos or podcasts and have questions about what you've seen or heard, um, I encourage you, please email us, call us, contact us, and we'd love to have that conversation. But we also, you know, podcasts such as this and the videos that we've been filming about the projects, um, they're done to help people understand what we're doing and why we're doing it. And we also have the quarterly newsletters that come out that you can subscribe on the website, improve81.org, to that newsletter and receive that that newsletter right in your email inbox every quarter. So Dave Covington, Tabitha Crowder, Ken King, Randy Kaiser, uh, we do have a full house here and I do appreciate each and every one of you coming to to share your expertise and about uh, the ID one CIP, what it's bringing to your districts and how it all works together to improve the interstate as a whole. I also do want to thank our listeners for your interest in Improve 81. And as always, we wish you safe travels. <laughs>